Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cropod contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Crow Pod, and joining me, Shane, of course, David Edgar. Hi, David. Hi, hi, Shane. Hi, hi. Todd. Hi, everyone who's listening. It's nice to be back. I, of course, had uh, a week off last week because we were playing again, back mm-hmm. doing the old football thing back at yeah. the at the football stadium, and uh, that that kind of interrupted my. Well, my sitting about and talking to you two, but uh, here we are, we're back. <laughs> oh, good, everything's good. Hi, Todd, how are you? Hi, I'm so sorry that Rangers games interrupted our little chats. Afraid so. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, we, we we did all still get chats in, we just couldn't do them. Yes, together. no, yeah, that's true, that's do, true. Yeah, because yeah. there was still, you know, there was Watergate when, and there was yeah. you guys did your desert island show about movies, which I urge yeah. you all to go and check out, folks. Um, so it's you know, there was talk. Yeah, so there, there, there was Cropot content, just not yes. the Cropot It, just, it wasn't, yes. <laughs> the theme, the theme was Shane. It, it, Shane, yeah. Yeah. Shane was the theme, but it was spin-off. Last week was our Laverne and Shirley and, uh, <laughs> and, our, and our, our Rhoda uh, shows. Or, our, or what was the other one? Our, our Benson right. shows. Uh, uh, we'll go for Empty Nest. That would be the, uh, that, that would be the sure? spin-off. Oh, here, here's one. Chips and Fraser. Yeah, the Golden Palace, <laughs> which was the short-lived post-Golden Girls show, oh. where where black, where basically B. Arthur went, no fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other three, and there's a great story about that. You know um, that the pilot episode that basically, for those who don't know, it was the Golden Girls finished finished on a high with uh, Dorothy marrying uh, Leslie Nielsen. Which yes. I think we'd all agree was a match made in heaven, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But they then, you know, spin off. And what they did is they took, uh, strangely enough, the character of Sophia, she went, uh, along with uh, Blanche and Rose, to run a hotel called yeah. the Golden Palace. <laughs> and uh, in the pilot, their chef is the British extremely left wing co- uh, <laughs> alternative comic Alexi Sale. Oh, beautiful! I did. I forgot that he lasted one episode. Sure, he did <laughs> because <laughs> he was constantly asking them if he had a new motor. Yes, uh, and he, it, funnily enough, a um, rotund British Liverpudlian scouse communist mm-hmm. did not really get on very well on set with <laughs> anyone, and he was he was replaced for the show proper by. Cheech Marin, oh, Jesus, <laughs> who 
Now, whoever did the casting and came up with the Lexi sale, I'm sure got their, <laughs> got their letters to leave the next day. Uh, yeah, oh. If you could replace that with Cheech, you have horribly yeah. miscast this part. You right. have horribly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, first of all, Nobody on the set apparently said. Uh, I saw him in an interview about it. He said nobody on the set could understand a fucking word I was well, no, saying. No, it's, right? it's, it's not. It's not a language, Scouse. It's just no, whining, no, no, no. screeching noises. That's all. And, yes. And secondly, you know, he was just walking about, sort of diffident to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, it didn't work. And I think Cheech was probably a better bit of casting. Well, the the reason that they got Cheech is because. Uh, Tommy Chong didn't hear the phone. Well, that's the only reason. If you ever go back, um, can I just quote the wonderful again? This is a this is a a stoner reference for you younger guys. This is a stoner Mm. reference from back when I was a nipper, Um, and even then it was a bit long in the tooth because it's the seventies thing of Cheech and Chong, Mm -hmm. who were a comedy duo. And uh, can I just quote the the wonderful PG O'Rourke who said. Kids always tell you that drugs don't mess with your mind, but if that's the case, why are Cheech and Chong popular? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you ever actually go back and watch some of their old routines, um, Tommy Chong does fuck all. No wonder right. Cheech went solo because he does all mm-hmm. the work. Tommy Chong occasionally goes, hey, man, dude. Yeah, that's, it. that's it. That's it. <laughs> Cheech does all the work. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that that was our spinoffs were better quality than that, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, cheers, cheers, Fraser. Oh, Fraser's, Fraser's your gold standard yeah. one, isn't yeah. it? That, that's yeah, the... pretty much. But then, of course, you know, for every Fraser, there's an Archie Bunker's place. Yeah. yeah so there's, there's yeah. always going to be some some utter bullshit that comes out of it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, did you ever see the Simpsons showcase spinoff? Oh yeah. Yes, of course, of course, of well, course, of course. I I really want them to make Wiggum Pi. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I would watch that. Um, I would watch Wigan PI and, uh, of course, the lovematic grandpa, where mm-hmm. grandpa gets killed, <laughs> but he's spinning he's, comes back in Moe's love tester machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the canned laughter all throughout. Canned laughter yeah. uh, and, and the attempt at a, a comedy catchphrase mm-hmm. uh, that goes <laughs> up. That, it's quite a peculiar thing, a, a kind of comedy catchphrase. You can always tell, one can just arrive, right? And yep. those are the ones that last. And mm-hmm. then you get the ones that are just too forced. And yeah. you can absolutely see what they're going for. Like, for instance, great comedy catchphrases. Hey, right? Yes. Who yes. knew a noise would be... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there was a great thread on Follow Follow this week for those of you who've seen um, Henry Winter, the... Mm-hmm. Times journalists, I'm sure you boys have read yeah. stuff on occasion. Yep. Uh, pro- probably Britain's most senior football writer, I would say, probably yeah. most respected. Award-winning. Award-winning, yeah. He was at Ibrox uh, on Monday for the Rangers Open Day, and he was mm. you know, raving about it, which is good publicity for Rangers. I think he's got yeah. 2 million followers. Um, and someone posted on Follow Follow, Henry Winter at Ibrox, and the first reply was, the Fonz was at Ibrox. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 so the, the, the thread jumped the shark immediately is what you tell yes, yes. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but, oh, that, now all I can think about is getting Henry Winkler to high <laughs> well I can I can tell you this I was once in the same room as him I did not get to meet him but I, was in the, I was in the same room and you just kind of felt it 
You know, it was just, yeah, I was, it was a taping of Iron Chef America and my friend Kevin Brosh was a floor reporter there. So he got my wife and I in for a taping and it was uh, one of the two chefs against two chefs. The theme was like Thanksgiving. So it was just like this huge kind of, you know, whatever. And, uh, and one of the judges was Henry Winkler. And I was like, Kevin, can we, he's like, oh no, you may not. I was like, okay. That's, you know. Um, and I get it. I get it. Like, you know, cause they were shooting the entire time that we were there. So there's no way we could actually sneak over and go, I love your work. <laughs> um, and, and he, apparently like, like one of the things that if, uh, there's a, there's a wonderful podcast episode out there. I think it's a good one, uh, which, uh, uh, Jesse David Fox talks to a comedian about a particular joke and they just fucking deconstruct it. Like they literally take it apart and put it on the table, but they'll sometimes have special episodes. And one of the things they did was an acting seminar taught by Henry Winkler. Awesome. And it's fantastic. And whenever you hear him just, you know, talk about how he got the Fonz role, like he said, he went in with a choice he figured it out and it's like they wanted this, you know, stereotypical Italian gangster. And in comes this little Jewish guy going, hey, <laughs> and he nailed it. So the, the the only thing, right. See, when I was five, I have to be honest and say that when I was five, I thought that the Fonz was the coolest. One of the two coolest oh, people in the whole world. I thought, of I course thought you do. was the coolest guy in the world. And the other one was Adam Ant. Um, and I'm, I'm still not sure I was wrong, incidentally, no. on either of those. But it's only when you get a wee bit later and you think, right, okay, see if the Fonz was so cool. Why is he hanging about with fuckwits like Cunningham, Ralph Malcolm, yeah. Potsy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Potsy should be in a locker in every episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just come, come on, you're, you're better than that. You're, you're better than that. Uh, Ponzi, but uh, no, I, I, I wonder, it, you don't really get that now. I was thinking about this because obviously, when Happy Days was on, it was a throwback show, right? But it was only yes. thrown back 15 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, there aren't many shows kicking about now about the year 2000. Exactly. No, I, yeah, I wouldn't really want to watch like a, a here's what 2007 was like. like oh, yeah, yeah, I remember before yeah. the recession. Oh, yeah, this that was cool. Hey, do you guys like the band Corn? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Maybe, maybe time is just much more compressed now. I don't know, but or, or eras are less defined because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Imagine somebody said, God, remember back in 2007? Yeah, we all had mobile phones and the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Aye. Right. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> I think they're going to go like way back. Like what they'll do is they'll do like a, like a stunt cast of a reboot of like Swiss Family Robinson, but with cell phones yeah. and, you know, or more ghosts or something. You know, it'll be that. Yeah, that, that that's the way to go. But no, I, I look forward to to when people tend to go back and you know here here is the nineties again. Um, we'll, we'll have a lot a lot more TV where people fight each other and marry horses. Well, that's yeah. I mean they're, they're they're doing the reboot spinoff of that seventies show. Like they they just started filming yes. that. It's that nineties show. Is it nineties so, show? Oh, right, yes, okay. yes. So, uh, so yeah, they're they're uh, all set twenty years in the future from yeah. Uh, all right, let's all mm-hmm. move to Seattle and get slow modems. Yes. <laughs> Pets.com, let me tell you, man, that stock. Yeah. That's yes. it's just going yeah. It is gonna go ballistic, yes. Egraters.com. Um we didn't last very long, but we are we are thankful for having the opportunity to change the way you buy your cheese grater. Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite line. Oh, not my favorite one, but it's one that I always remember is like when they're trying to revamp the website at Dunder Mifflin 
in the office. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. they're just and um, uh, Ryan is like describing what the experience will be. And he just goes buying paper just got fun. It's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to the next scene. Uh, yeah, have we uh, fixed the social media? Yes, we have. It's like okay, so sexual predators had taken over the social media <laughs> chat. So. <laughs> One of the, again, we're going back 10, 15 years, but when I first uh, started working in uh, website, web development, all that kind of stuff, um, what you would have to do was really about the time that you were moving the old 90s websites that had lingered on a bit to to what are more recognizably the ones we have now, you know, HTML and whatnot, rather than the original shit. And honestly, people were so connected to them. I remember I was was doing a short-term contract at Edinburgh City Council, and Mm -hmm. uh, the guy was like, I really like that web page. Is there somewhere we can keep it? I was like, yeah, a fucking museum. (laughs) (laughs) Famously, the, the, the website for the original Space Jam movie is still out there. It is yes. there, yeah. Yes. The oldest existing, yeah. That this is uh, my web nerd kicks in, yeah. The oldest existing uh, original page is the promotional website for uh, for that for Space Jam the movie. Well, there's out. there's also the World Wide Web Archive, so like you can go and find stuff there. Like the the original HeyIt'sTVA.com websites are up there, and they are. What's the word I'm looking for? Ghastly. They are just <laughs> brutally horrible. I, 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 I was just looking at that because it's not it's not quite yet the 10th anniversary of the Crowpod, but it has right. come and passed the 10 years since I started the the website. You know, like when we used to write about things and and sure. talk about Rangers actually and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I went back through the the, the Wayback Machine to go look at some of that stuff. And I, was, I mean, it wouldn't look great by today's standards, but uh, you know, it would still hold up mostly mm-hmm. it, it worked it worked <laughs> yeah no I, I i'm talking about the original where you had like misshapen banners and stuff that you can't oh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like fucking geo cities and shit like yeah. that uh-huh. you, yeah. you had six different colors and and mm-hmm. like hyperlinks to uh, yahoo.com yep. search engine there was there was orange scrolling text above oh. me in a tiled background of me standing on a stage somewhere like it was no just horrid <laughs> and the, the other thing you would tend to do is you were doing sort of web. Like one of the, the, there's so many kind of rules about how people read websites, right? And you would try and explain this to clients to get them to have a website that didn't mm-hmm. hurt you. Right. Uh, so you'd be kind of, <laughs> right, you'd explain to them that there's a thing on the internet called the, the F shape, which is people read in an F. Um, yeah. which is why you should only have little, little tiny kind of chunks of text uh, and use bullet points. So kind of making an F shape because people, they don't so much read a web page as they look at it. Right. right. They don't get to, I think there's a, most studies say you take in about 48%. Uh, if you have a book and you have the same book on a on a laptop screen, you take in about 48% of it that you would take yeah. in when you're, normal, when you're reading a document. So you would try and explain. And then I, I obviously had to deal with university lectures. And, and university people, uh, academics, they, they talk. And that's the job, right? And and they debate and they discuss. And unfortunately, they think that then makes them experts in fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. they would say, yeah, and you would you know, carefully explain and you would say, right, this is why we need to trim the 9,000 word intro you've given me for your page <laughs> to, oh, maybe about 150 words, right? And you would sort of explain that to them. And then they would argue back with you and you're like, 
Right, you're an expert in, in what may I ask? It's, oh, I'm an expert in the, uh, the the construction and the built environment. Right, so if I walk into your office knowing fuck all about that and start telling you <laughs> how to do it, would you be offended? Yes, I would. Well, don't fucking do it to me then. <laughs> See, I, I, I felt like with those types, you always had to put in terms they could understand. Like, okay, you have a journal article, but you also have an abstract what we need yes. here is an abstract. Yes. <laughs> the executive summary. For. Yes. Yes. Yep. The I'll tell you what, that. David, David there's so, somebody out there is going to be needing a new website. Because I, I the people who don't keep up with Tim Twitter, and I, I try not to unless stuff is steered oh, my dear. way. But two mm-hmm. people have had their, their hearts broken over the past couple of weeks. One of them, James Forrest, who is just that fucking nutter from from the uh the, the celtic one no, not heart and hands one uh, no, no, no 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 right, no right, right. no no the what the one who's probably on a lot of registries if we went and checked but uh, <laughs> he, he finally he, he said uh i'm finally going back to writing about politics and other stuff on a new website he's he's just <laughs> he's given up on it all and we also right. broke phil mcgillivan who got asked what? by a by a Peter Brady. He said, Phil, when is Sefco going to die permanently in the demolition crew into the old whore? <laughs> Phil has found that. Now, this is before the Bassey deal was even done. Uh, right. He says, highly unlikely. The directors step up when needed, and the club is now making money from player trading. We, yep. we, we have taken the deranged fucking psychos and their support and actually broken Uh-oh. them this summer. It's, well, it's, it's we, been impressive. Beautiful. We have, right? But... Um... The, the likes of those two have taken the deranged fucking psychos and their support for a ride and taken their money. So, oh, yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All the power to them. Here's, here's <laughs> it. Um, there was a great reply, and um, I'm sorry, I didn't know the, the tweeter who did it, but if you're out there, sir, I salute you. Um, there was a great tweet. Uh, a, a Celtic fan was saying, how are they affording that? You know, the war cry. How are they yes. affording yeah. to sign yeah. uh, Yilmaz? Uh, and a Rangers fan replied and went... Just sold players for fifty million uh, in the, the past six months. Had a European run that brought in thirty million. That's a mystery, mate. <laughs> hey, speaking speaking of the squad, because I, I, I watched the I watched the Tottenham game and yeah. uh, well played, but horrible result. Look, look, it's like it's like I said online. If you give one of the three or four best finishers in the world that amount of space, he's going to fucking yes, I exactly. Mean, like, exactly. Thankfully, we Close don't have to down. play someone like Harry Kane every goddamn yes. Week. So it was like we got our one and thought, well, that's it, right? Like we're done. And <laughs> no, um, I, I got a couple of things about the squad. First of all, I noticed that uh, Matondo is putting an R um, uh, on his shirt to differentiate himself from <laughs> from the other Matondo. the other Matondo <laughs> that we've signed. Yeah, is that he's uh, he's different from the Gorbals Matondos. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, because I didn't I didn't want a R de Burr F de Burr thing happening here again. I guess we're just priming for his brother. That'll be good. Um, are you guys like me? Every time Suter's name is mentioned or I see a shirt, I can't help but say it in my head uh, as is as if it was the first line from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Shooter, um, and um, who's this new player, Barisic? He's he's looking good. Yeah, well, um, uh, that's great. Hey, we, we we signed a uh, like a left back who does all the same shit he does, and he decided to yeah. wake up. 
That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> a, a wonder kit. Well, the competition always helps. I got one last question before you do this. And David, I'm going to you because you're closer uh, to them than I am. The accent on the C on Cholak, is it, it's a CH? Is yeah, that how you're pronouncing that properly? Because I'm I'm hearing Cholak and Sholak, and I don't know which way to go. No. It's Cholak, yeah. Sholak. Okay, Cholak, all right. Yeah, okay. Cholak. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, you, you two and I, you know, and a lot of the listeners, we like other sports, and we appreciate, um, you know, the people who are the best in any given sport. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's true. You don't – you can – you know, see it on TV, but it's really only once you're close up that you can appreciate all the stuff that understandably doesn't carry on television. And watching Kane uh, and so on and, and Kulisevsky, uh you know, Jesus, uh, <laughs> they, are, they are so good because it's, it's not, first of all, they're all fucking massive. You watch the mm-hmm. EPL and you think that Son is this kind of small, slight guy. Nope. He's not. Um, they they obviously do have like really high grade coffee down there. Yes, very um, good coffee. <laughs> very good coffee. Uh, but they they never stop working, and it's you know it's the great example. It, it, you know, look, guys, if if players that good can work that hard, there's no excuse for anybody else not to. Yeah. No, exactly. They, they just go. But the other thing about it was coming out of the game, and there's always people disappointed. I, I tend not to pay too much attention in friendlies, good or bad, right? Because they're friendlies. But um, a guy um, messaged me and he says, oh, I, I don't think Suter's good enough. I was like, what, to play Harry Kane every week? No, you're right, he isn't. Yes. Um, <laughs> right, absolutely. He is not good enough. Uh, and another uh, bear, like a younger bear, said to me, what do we need to get up to the level that Tottenham are at? And I said, three quarters of a billion. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. that's true. Money. And yeah, and but that that's the thing. And and look, you know, it, it's never nice to admit, but you kind of have to hold your hands up and say that there is, you know, the, Spurs are going to finish in the top four in England. Yeah. Spurs have spent ridiculous. Yeah. You could, if you if you if Spurs sold, and this isn't an exaggeration for comedic effects, a fact. If Spurs sold that front three tomorrow, they could buy every club in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Not, Right, yeah. Every, yeah. And, and the grounds and everything. Yes, but yeah. yeah. No, they, uh-huh. could, they could lock yeah. stock own every club in Scottish football. That's yeah. the difference, and and it is yeah. no coincidence. And I, I'm afraid that it is not that unfair. But guys who are worth a hundred million pounds tend to be better than guys who are worth a million pounds. Well, yes. But by what degree would you say? There there was something too. Like there was something too. You can see the the golf indifference between West Ham, who are a good. EPL side, mm-hmm. right? A good, competent mid-table, slight, you know, pushing into the top six EPL side versus a Champions League side like Spurs. Mm-hmm. It, the the yeah, golf sure. there even is fucking massive. And yeah, well, I mean, you know, on a European scale, we're probably at the, you know, we're right in there with West Ham. Obviously, you know, we were both Which in the same stages as the same competition last year, punching right? above mm-hmm. our weight because yes. even they, you know, you, they've yeah. got. Uh, oh no, they've got five times the money. fucking turnover we do. I mean, it's yes, just, you know, yes. It's, it's if, if this fun. game meant something. You would have seen a completely different setup. It would be way more defensive. We yes. would be closing yeah. down Kane and Song like so much. Like there, there would be. You would see the patented eight one one formation, and it would just <laughs> as soon, as soon as I got into the eighteen yard box, I might as well be playing bumper pool. Like it would. That's how it's dense it would. Banks be. of five, and that's it. Yes. Well, Gio said that in the, the press conference after that. He was asked, and he said, "Look, if result was the most important thing today, I would have played five four one, and we would have sat in and denied space, but it wasn't." 
I wanted to see if the boys could test themselves playing the way I want them to play um, yeah. against a side. Because understandably, when, if Rangers are trying to beat that press, they're not going to come up against a press that good most right. weeks. If Rangers are trying to beat the fullbacks, they're not going to come up against fullbacks. So it, it totally made sense. But there was also a bit of controversy online, I noticed, um, because uh, when Kane and Son were being substituted, um, uh, the majority of the fans, the vast majority, applauded them. Yes. Um, and both players applauded back um, and left the field. And, you know, you mm-hmm. could see, actually, they, they were both kind of surprised and I think quite, you know, quite enjoyed it. Um, and there were some people online who were saying, that's a disgrace, can't believe you're clamping the opposition players and whatnot. Um, what? To which the, the answer tended, I noticed, to be from fans that were saying... It was a friendly, you know, they're really good players. They'd been really classy. They'd, you know, like when Son was taking a corner, he was applauding the home fans and whatnot. They they hadn't phoned it in. They'd come up and they'd given us, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of test that we were after. Yeah. We were showing a bit of respect. So where do you stand? And, and most people said, look, had it been a competitive game then, I wouldn't have done it. No. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, no. I, it's I mean, a friendly. Look, look this, is, this isn't a Tuesday in fucking October in the Champions League, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, yes, it, it was a good crowd, good show. And like you said, I mean, they, they, they did play to their level the entire time yeah. they were on the park. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they were engaging with the fans. The fans were coming. But, you know, I mean, like had Harry Kane come out there, scored two and given the, the you know, the, yeah. and then the yeah. finger and be like, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. No, but they yeah. didn't. I mean, they, they were no. like you said. I mean, they were respectful. They they enjoyed the environment and everything. That I mean, that's it's mm-hmm. that that's the perfect advertisement for what our club is. I, I don't yeah. know what the fuck more you could this, want. It was like the scene in Damn United where he's running around putting ashtrays and oranges into the dressing room. It's like, oh, I really want this to work out. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just like you know, obviously I was in the press box, so you don't. I was going to say you don't applaud, but I'm a lying mm-hmm. bastard. Right. Rangers score, I can up and cheer. <laughs> uh, do. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. I remember actually uh, the first time that I did it was it was behind closed door games. We were playing St. Johnston. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, do you remember we won 3-0, but after about, it was 1-0 early, born a free kick actually. But then there was a good right. kind of hour before the second goal went in. And, you know, even in an empty stadium, as a fan, I was getting a bit tense, you know, just, oh, mm-hmm. get, you know, don't, don't equalise. And then we got the second and I involuntarily, because I was trying really hard to behave at the time, I was just newly doing mm-hmm. it. And I went, yes, you know, and punched the air. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, yeah. oh, so after the game, um, I saw out someone from Rangers comms team and I said, look, just so you know, in case any of the, the journalists complain about this, when we scored, I, you know, let out a roar and, uh, uh, you know, punched the air. And he said, David, you're fan media. I don't care if you sing follow, follow. So <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been given license to do it is my take you, on it. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you are so lucky because you can play both sides of the coin. Like if there's ever like, you know, any sort of uh, meeting of the press and stuff like that, you just like, you know, tap to the little tag that you have in the brim of your fedora and just go, excuse me, I'm press. And then when you start uh, you know, singing Rule Britannia or the sash, they go, can you keep it down? And then you flip it over. <laughs> It says fan media, you know, get the fuck. Yeah, um, they, 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 don't, they don't like us very much. Um, I have a, I have a question for you. Um, yes. What uh, what what do you make of uh, Conte when you when you were feeling uh, questions? 
Different to how I expected, um, because you know you see him on TV and he's very, you see him on this touchline, he's very intense and whatnot. And, and look, he was still, but he was really engaging, really open. Um, but a guy from Spurs, actually not from us, guys from Spurs on Channel, um, asked him, you know, thoughts in the game, the standard one. But then he said, um, "You've played here before, haven't you, Antonio? I think it was against Gaza, and of course, Gaza, the Spurs connection is obviously right. there as well." And mm-hmm. he burst into this big smile. And he, he spoke and he said, yeah, we played here. And he said, and unfortunately, we were able to win, which I think might be the biggest understating of a football result I have ever heard in my life. Um, those of you who remember Juventus at Ibrox in the yeah. mid-90s will... Mm-hmm. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. Um, we touched the ball six times and four of them were to kick off again after they had yeah. scored. Yeah. But, uh, he said, yeah, he said, I played against Gascoigne. He said, I had to run a lot. He said, he didn't. He was good. Um, and he, he, he was he was really warm, really. The only question he kind of bristled at, and it wasn't from one of our guys, it was... Uh, uh, again, from an English reporter who asked him about uh, Bayern Munich last week had done that Bayern thing they do of going, we really like Harry Kane, and yeah. oh, if he ever became available, wink, wink, you know, we'd love, yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. love to take him. And he got asked about that, and he said, you know, he, he was clearly first of all, he said I hadn't heard that, and he looked at the PR guy uh, accusingly. You know, like, you know, why haven't I heard about this? But he said, yeah. uh, "So, so who said that?" And the journalist said, "Well, it was you know the the by um, uh, Oliver Kahn, who's I think sporting director. He's you yeah, know he's right. high yeah. official there now." Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, "He goes right, okay." He says, "No, that that's disrespectful. Um, I wouldn't talk about one of their players. He says, Harry's mm-hmm. under contract. Um, big part of the project, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So that was the only time that you saw that sort of. Mm. Yeah. But he was he was good, and you know he was asked. You know you didn't do loads of subs, and you picked a first team. And he said, "Well, I wanted a real game." He said, "That's mm-hmm. why for a friendly we chose to play against a real team in a nice. in a big environment." Um, yeah. And and yeah, he was just, he was just he was really good, but he is cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, so speaking speaking of Conte at um, uh, at Ibrox, I actually I, when one of the first times I was in Italy with uh, with my then girlfriend now wife, I think it was the math. Um, we went to Amoruso's restaurant yes. in in yeah. Florence, awesome. and and so you go in and there's shirts everywhere of him uh, from all the different teams. And obviously there's a, there's a nice Rangers one. Mm. And I have a picture of me and uh, Moreno Torricelli who was there. Oh, class. <laughs> and when he found out I was a Rangers fan, he's like, okay, let's get a picture. And so we got a picture underneath one of the Rangers shirts nice. and he's holding up a four and I'm holding up. a <laughs> one. <laughs> and in our defense, they were quite good. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, Juventus. That, 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 that team was okay. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. special. Um, <laughs> the, this was like finals in a row. Yeah, they were all yeah, right. Yeah. Decent. The, you know. This was the best part, though. As as we're in the restaurant and, and the uh, the manager is there and he sees me like snapping pictures of every Rangers shirt. He goes, uh, "So you you're an Amoruso fan?" He says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a Rangers fan. I loved him at, at Rangers." And he goes, "Oh, do you want to talk to him?" Mm. And I went, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." And so he goes, just a second, come over here. So I'm like, is he going to come out of a box? Like, where <laughs> is he? I don't know. And so he he picks up the phone, dials him. And at this point, I don't know what he's saying in Italian because my Italian does not exist at this point. And he just hands me the phone and goes, here. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Hello? And I hear this very gruff, 
hello is a hi mr amoruso i'm i'm todd and i'm a rangers fan oh rangers how are you (laughs) and then suddenly there was more limoncello than we could drink for free and it was just perfect so, so, so back, back to back, back to back to Byron there and our new, our other new American. Which, by the way, David, have they figured out that that James Sands is actually a center half in a back three and not a midfielder? Or well, we no, just he's, gonna... been a, he's, he's been a center half in a in a back two. Uh, I think he might start well, at the weekend. We'll see. But okay. funny enough, right. I, he was uh, at the press open day uh, at, at Ibrox. On the Monday, uh, he was one of the ones that we spoke to. So there'll be an yeah. interview uh, with him up on on Hartman later in the week on Wednesday, actually, whenever you come to listen to us. But he mm-hmm. was um, a very clever guy, you know. Like you can yeah. tell, obviously, the the university system that he's he's you know he's he's not just your usual uh, sort of, uh, uh, yeah he's not a traditional footballer. He's not a he's, footballer. He's very <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but the other the other ones um, had in the boutique. <laughs> yeah, uh, the great the old Monty Python sketch. I got my head on it, and luckily enough, it went in a goal. Um, but, no, he, 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 but with Scott Wright as well, he's the same. Scott Wright, yeah. very well spoken, yeah. very obviously thinks about thinks about his game. Um, but yeah, James Sand. I, I, look, Gio likes him. He's going to play more than I think a lot of the fans think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so the of course our, our other newer American Malik uh, Tillman there, although. Really mm-hmm. dumb number, and I still I, I was trying to find why that. he wears Sorry. a shirt number, and I I don't know. So if anybody actually it's does, the, I do. Okay, yeah. and right. it's year his mum was born. Okay, fair, fine, whatever. Okay, still, still dumb, still dumb. I don't like, but but it. but here like, you go, here you go, David. Here's here's your Nixon White House tie-in, right? Go on, because I told you I was going to find something to tie all the shows together here for you. So he came he came up at what club before Byron? moving to Byron? Oh, I don't know. It was uh, a, hang on. Grutter Firth, right? Oh, Which is yep. Henry Kissinger's hometown club and the club hey, he's no. supported his whole life. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh and here's a celebrity a, fan. Guess, guess what his place of birth is? Nuremberg. Hey. 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 Probably he, he be a trialist. Probably, oh, man. probably uh, steer clear of the whole Nuremberg thing. If I was you, Todd, no good, no good can come of that. But, but, uh, yeah, but, but look, you, you, might, you might be able to set up a call with a, with a old Henry and uh, our new our new American there. That'd be a an interview with Henry. That that would be fun, wouldn't it? I've just finished the Hitchens book again. So, Henry, can we talk about Angola? Um, <laughs> Wait, what, can what, can we, you, what can you tell me about Malik Tillman? I mean, where, yeah. where, where do you see him? Here? What um, can you tell me about Malik Tillman? What can you tell me about Salvador Allende? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, do you guys want to feel really shitty? He was born after 9-11. Good Lord. His mum his mom was born in 1971. 71. I was born yes. in 77. Right? Yeah. So, no, don't don't worry about that. No, no. I'm okay because I was born in 69, dudes. It was awesome. His mum is old. Uh, you are older than Malik Tillman's mother. I am. So, but no, I, look, I am I'm not a, a fan and of this. And the, the reason that I know why he's been given 71 is that I immediately moaned about it to people at Rangers. Well, I fucking disgraced that. And they're like, look, it's just, you know, what harm does it do? Kids love it. I'm like... Uh, right, fucking, I, this, see, because you can't win that argument, and I'm just going to expand this into other areas of life. 
Oh, the kids <laughs> like it. Right. Oh, the fucking... T- My mum and dad do that when I'm on about something. They'll go, oh, like, you know, the boys love it. Well, fuck them. Right. I'm older than them. I'm right. better than them. Right. They contribute nothing to society at this point. That you, fair enough, right? Children of the future. I'm the present. I'm important <laughs> now. Okay. Let me throw this back at you. When was the last time you saw a Rangers team numbered one through 11? No, but I get squad numbers, but it should mm-hmm. be, right? You do and, your one and, 11, which, which, incidentally, <laughs> which incidentally should be your, you know, your best team. But okay, you do your one 11, then you do the next numbers and you assign them based on the numbers which are available, right? So if you are the 71st player registered, mm-hmm. by all means, you can be 71. But can otherwise... We, can we tell that he is a 71st player? Registered so they lose their fucking minds. Uh, <laughs> where's the money coming from? Um, yeah. I, I ask me. That's where the money coming from. Straight into Holland. Just, just a conveyor belt of euros just yeah. coming in. I, I'm, like a Lucy sketch. We're actually eating them to keep up. You know. Um, Andy McGowan, our podder, said uh, uh, dropped a great tweet this week again to a Celtic fan who was complaining about. Uh, Oh, they're spending all this money and, and Andy said not only have we spent so much money I heard that we even paid the Turkish team an extra 10% and told them to get themselves something nice while we were buying them <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think Ross Wilson has been walking about and just palming transfer yeah. offers to yes, get, exactly. keep, keep a hold of that you know just yeah. like there you go <laughs> uh, you, you know I will say you go like oh, other people me included, but you know, people get a lot of grief because I, I mean, there was a lot of warranted criticism of Ross Wilson over the past year and a half or so, I do believe. Mm-hmm. But yep. much like John Lundstrom, who suddenly turned his career around, Ross Wilson mm-hmm. has had a very good summer, so it's okay exactly. to be able to say he was not doing a very good job before we thought. Yes. Now he is doing a better job. Ah, uh, no, 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 you, I, oh, man, are you new round here? This <laughs> is 2022, where you must make a snap decision immediately based on very little evidence. And, and then, then hold on to that forever. No yes. matter which new evidence it comes up, you have to ignore it and keep plowing on. Here's the thing as well. I'm going to say something that, that is wildly uh, controversial. We don't know if we've had a good or a bad window yet. No, we'll, right? we'll, we'll know in May. That's true. We'll know, no, we'll no, know no. in May. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and people say, well, you're allowed to give an opinion on it. I said, sure you are, but all opinions at the moment are just, you know, like ourselves, we all have one. Yeah. Um, sure, it, look, it looks good and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And we're all much happier than we were two weeks ago. Absolutely. But they can all be duds or they can all be brilliant mm-hmm. or somewhere in between, which is more likely. And we'll see where we are in a year. Um, yeah. I just, you know, and that people... Like boys, even in the, in the the heart and hand, Podders team will get on to me and they're like, "Why are you so calm about this?" And I'm like, because you can't fucking know what's going to. No. Why worry about something we right. don't know what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. We'll know at the second old firm game, and that we'll see how far the year is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking here's, of money, here's the thing. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. fuck you! I'm I'm doing this. We're getting this out. Yeah, what you ruined a perfectly useful intro there, Todd. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I, I got to thank uh, some of our new members here. So, uh, again, uh, if you scroll down the show notes or you go to my Buy Me A Coffee link, it's on Twitter, it's in the link tree, it's on wherever. Anywhere that you're looking for the site, there's a Buy Me A Coffee link you can go in. So, to our members who are monthly uh, people chipping in on, on the new thing, they're Graham, Fraser, uh, Stephen, and Ian. 
And also, I got I got to give a shout out to one one new uh, supporter. So you know, you can just like chip in a, a few bucks if you want to. You, you don't have to like sign up for a monthly thing. My buddy Tom, who said uh, <laughs> the only quote Rangers content podcast that my better half will regularly listen to. <laughs> you, don't, you don't let someone you like listen to us. You don't let someone you care about listen to us. They're at the show for a reason, folks. Yes. I'm Driving you. wedges between friendships for over three years. <laughs> the Crow Pod. Oh, Actually, man. my... I got. I got to give a shout out to, uh, of course, our friend, uh, the Beats and Cancer Charity, uh, the Sons of Truth Youth Teams, Michael McGuire, a good friend over there with this group. <laughs> this name I'm always going to butcher. Adam Karafaskith. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go down. There, there's a link for them in the show notes. And of course, our friends, the famous and the uh, Copeland Streetwear. The famous there. I got to wait for Graham to get back to get uh, our July raffle. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too. If you sign up to support the show, I just throw your name into a hat once a month. And whoever gets drawn out gets a little thing. This month, I, I picked Graham from the famous, but mm-hmm. they're they're out of the office until the end of the month. So, uh, okay. but when that comes around, Bobby's getting a little a little gift pack from them. So that would oh, be class. that always worth it. Um, yeah. I, two things, Shane. Firstly, at the start of that, I think you should start playing underneath it some inspirational music. I say mm-hmm. the theme from the West Wing. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're editing this go away get the theme from the west wing and just play it under it um and you know it'll be quite inspirational people will sign up do it uh mm-hmm. the the other thing is on people listening to this show uh my wife who knows nothing about football right just, just genuinely yeah. knows zero about football um uh, which which is good for a relationship i'm not gonna ideal for a relationship yeah Yeah. it it can work it can work you have an italian there's a vested interest there she'll she'll go Sally's so sweet though because i'll come in and she'll go and i can see in her face she's like how did you do she doesn't know (laughs) you know some check this this huge news story right she'll have been absolutely oblivious to rangers fc play how did you do in her face she she really she wants it for me, and I'll go. We want two one, and she go great, great. Yeah. How are you playing? And yeah. I'll and I'll say as if it means fucking end. We're playing hearts. Yeah. Oh, that's good, but it's it's very sweet. But because I was traveling a lot in the last six months, right? Um, basically every week I was like, I'm off to Germany. I'm, I'm off to fucking Belgrade. I'm, well, by the way, now is that season finished? Yes, I'm off to Las Vegas. Um, she said you were never in the house, and she goes, and I was missing you. So she said, so I thought I listened to one of your shows. I just I was scrolling down all your shows, and they were all about football. Um, which, you know, oh God, she, no, she's not interested in. So she oh. she said, so I found one, and it's you and your friend Shane and your friend Todd, and you were talking about, and she. So I looked at me and she went, I don't actually, what is that show about? Um, and I said, I, I just said, Sally, if you can figure it out, let me know. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Said, it's it's kind of Schrodinger's show. Finally, finally, we'll have a slogan for the show. Yeah. <laughs> if she can figure it out, we the, can go the, like. Uh, uh, Crowpod, the cat is, is alive, but it's also dead. Yes. Right. yes. That's. That's what the crow part is. That's it. All right, we're we're gonna grab a quick break, Dave. I I did pick music to to get into the commercial segment now. So it's good to be king. Uh, okay. the, the Tom Petty, uh, the classic, oh, yeah. classic. Yeah, it's- too, so. We'll be right back. It's good to be king and have your own world. It helps to make friends. It's good to meet girls. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're getting dead professional, by the way. Like, actual are. ad breaks. Yeah, well, it, it, well, and like, the, I, fuck, man. The, the work, again, the work on that last, uh, that last Watergate show, which, by the way, folks, if you haven't listened to the Watergate shows, please go do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, like David said earlier, me and Todd are back on our desert island. But no, yes. that, that the amount of work that I had to do to cut up audio on that last Watergate show, I, mm-hmm. I should be paid much, much, much more for this. <laughs> <laughs> to, be fa- to be fair, right? Not many of them haven't, I think, listened to the Watergate show because it's fucking gangbusters, mm-hmm. man. Um, I get the feeling you're going to get a huge check someday from an R Stone. Yeah. <laughs> R. Right, oh. for, hopefully from a prison somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of prisons, I see uh, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has been. Uh, I see she's been. Sent to a, a minimum security prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's she's down yeah. there. The, the Haldeman uh, special down there in Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plenty of access to shoelaces as she needs. That. Yeah. You know, I've got a big problem with this. To, to me, like minimum security federal prison stuff is for people who've done like white collar, like okay, Martha Stewart, yeah. right? Or John yeah, Ehrlichman. Yeah, yeah. People like that yeah. who've done something. Harmless people who yes. are yeah. 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 sex traffickers and pedophiles. Oh. Right, no. she yeah, should be no. fucking buried under the prison. Like, yes, there's no reason for this. She should be in the Orange Is the New Black sequel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same because I was, as you say, right. It was you take the harmless ones, right? The ones who are a bit dodgy, um, the ones who have, you know, lied to Congress or whatever about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, bugging operations, and you stick them in the minimum security. They're harmless old dodders, right? And you leave right. them to it. Sex traffickers, rapists, those type type people. No, no, no they shouldn't no, be. No, they, they, they shouldn't be allowed to, like, you know, do crochet and play bocce ball and shit right. like that. Yeah. Like that's that's oh, that's that's off. That's made me. This made me piss myself. Um, there was a report in one of the newspapers over here about, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell has been moved to this uh, minimum security prison. Mm. And it said, a brochure for the prison states that... <laughs> and I went... What? And, and I went online, right? And they have a fucking brochure. Of course they do. Have you and been incarcerated? If you're being incarcerated in Lower yes. Florida this year, yes. then there's only one yeah. place to go. You're, you're paying your debt to you. That's what. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. Did we? I, you know what? That is that is the uh, the voiceover gig I would love to get. Yes. Hi there. And welcome to Bathgate Minimum Security Prison. <laughs> At our prison, the showers are always warm. The bocce courts are always filled with balls. And your <laughs> nap will be seclusive. Yes. <laughs> but, but, it's, it's just so good. Did we mention, I think we forgot last week about that lady judge in Seattle. Well, well we, we, oh, we were her. here last week, so that would make it hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> that would, true. That would be why. Um, a lady judge in Seattle whose name escapes me, and I do apologize, but she uh, has gotten some trouble, right? Because when she was sentencing, and there was a, t- there was a Watergate-esque touch because the guy hadn't gave up 
um, some of his his conspirators. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. And she said, um, basically, because you've not been cooperative, you can expect a tough sentence. And she said, and it won't be in a minimal oh, security this. prison. She said, uh, you're going to be sent to a prison where Big Bubba is going to make you his new yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Federal pound me yeah. in the ass prison. Prison, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 she, and then, apparently, like, the court gasped, and she said, and if you think that's just a metaphor, I assure you it is not. It's not. Yeah. So, apparently, you're not allowed to invoke anal rape. No. No, that's, that's typically not good in the sentencing hearing. No, you don't want judges no. to. Uh, you want judges. To <laughs> I do that. sentence you to rape. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the 15th century. Hey, right? yeah, You're yeah. not allowed to do that. Speaking of American crime, did you hear about the mass shooting that happened literally a mile from my house the other day? Yeah, you did. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I see. Okay. So fifty percent of the other people on this show heard about it, which again just goes to show how fucking commonplace this shit is. Right. Um, yeah. No, it, it was like four four thirty in the morning or so. At yes. the, it's a park. It's called Mississippi Park. Like it's, I mean, it's a park that like I go on um, walks to. It's that close. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm bored. Let's take the dog and go for. A, I can't say that. She's sitting right here. Don't you didn't yeah. hear that. God you did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 40 minutes, Sage. Chill for a minute. But no, so uh, yeah, they, they were all there, you know, like after partying, fucking whatever. And of course, people get drunk and high and dumb, and guns come mm-hmm. out, and two people got murdered, and two more people like stumbled into hospitals a couple hours later with gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love this. So Chad Toomberg is the third ward alderman who I've bitched about on the show before for, uh, being part of the group that tries to close down downtown every Friday. Right. Um, yeah, so he said, Tuberg says the pop-up party that turned deadly uh, over the weekend is just like the saying, quote, nothing good happens after midnight. Mm-hmm. Chad Toonberg has been in my bar after midnight <laughs> on multiple occasions. And I think so, nothing good happened in the Right, yes. He uh, didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Complained so, about the peanuts, you yeah. know. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. No, I mean it's 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 fucking real. Well, and then there was another murder that night too, not too far, like on the other side from the park from my house. So mm-hmm. it was it was a good uh, it was a good weekend. Well, and it was just like it felt like fucking South Florida here this weekend. Sure, and that is always what fucking steers it. Like in the winter, cunts don't get shot, right? It's too fucking cold. You don't want to go outside. Shit doesn't happen when it, when it's like. You know, fucking 92 degrees and 100% humid. Well, even at night that night, it was down to like 75 Fahrenheit. But mm-hmm. um, the humidity was it was like swimming in a fucking hot tub, just yeah. walking around outside. So I can see <laughs> I can see how this shit happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Rockford. I love it. Well, I hate I, look, and I, I'm not making a joke of this because it's true and it's a really tragic thing to say. But unfortunately, Mass shootings over there are now so common that, like over here, it doesn't register unless it's children. And I hate yeah. to say that, but it's true. Well, well and I mean, this one, you know, doesn't. it was only two people that died, so you know that's pretty. That's not mass pretty, shooting, pretty, pretty, is it? That's... Well, no, no, it's uh, four or more wounded is what. The, All right, okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But, you What's know, the uh, threshold number these days? Have, is is it still four? <laughs> yep, it is, is it four. four. According to the it's FBI, four, it's okay. four. Yep. Okay. Well, over here, like two people being shot and four wounded, national emergency. Yeah. 
you mm-hmm. know, literally it would yeah. be it would be the news cycle for weeks. There would be you know calls for um, there'd be resignations. About I mean, it, it's it's not even um, the top of the news cycle in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's, you still, might it's have not taken even doing road. that. Mm-hmm. Your society so. might have taken a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we we had we had one yesterday uh, in in, uh, Lang- in Langley, BC. Wow. Yeah. This yeah, uh, this guy was apparently targeting the homeless. Oh, that's a, fuck that's yeah. fucking Hell. offside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really offside. Yeah. That. Well, in the 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 unproven correlation is that uh, Joe Rogan, you might have heard of him, uh, made a mm. and as a comic, I'm putting this in bold italics and air quotes joke uh, about well, the, yeah, how, how the homeless should be though. killed. So yeah, uh, yeah he, I, he, uh, remember uh, when I, he used to be a comic? I don't. No, I, I remember <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, not being funny on news radio. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, but I'm not gonna pull him up for that one because uh, you know, at the end of the day, if someone says you should go and shoot the homeless. You, you shouldn't mm-hmm. go and shoot the homeless, and you should right. be in enough command of your own sensibilities yes. to not. Yeah, go yeah, and yeah but these the people aren't because it's not just Joe Rogan. It's every single one of these fucking nutjobs that spouse shit mm-hmm. like this constantly, all the time. Yep. Across the airways, on the internet, fucking all over the place, and then well, I mean, well, like the, the, this is—I mean, that might be the first one to happen in Canada. We've we've had right. more than a few incidents of that here. You know, if I, I mean, like, it's, there's still a serial killer. The FBI thinks loose in Chicago mm-hmm. that's just attacking homeless black women. I mean, has yeah. been doing so for about a decade and a half now, and they're burning their bodies in dumpsters. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, on a, on a happier note, could we <laughs> then maybe influence our? I want listeners to do shit. This is this is what I'm thinking. Nothing evil, right? Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, Everyone, make the Mrs. Breakfast. There you go. go. Do that. I think everyone should make the Mrs. Breakfast. That there is the fundamental fucking difference between you and me, Todd. That right there. (laughs) Your first thought was to do something nice for somebody else. I have a I have a list here of things <laughs> that I have compiled, right? I and, believe and, it's a manifesto. That's the word I, you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, right. What I was going to say is, if any of our listeners are passing co-winning and can drop off a couple of boxes of Space Raiders, <laughs> that would be yeah. appreciated. If any of our listeners are going up to the Rangers Mega Store, I have a list of stuff I'd like to get. Could you pick it up for me and I'll send right. you the money? Right. Mm-hmm. I have a watch that needs repaired. Could someone come and pick it up and drop mm-hmm. it into the into the watch repair shop in town for me and then bring <laughs> it back a few days later? Uh, That's my list. Okay. <laughs> speaking so speaking of which, speaking of nice things, um, I was going to post this to our inside chat, but I'll just do it now here on the radio. Uh, guys, I would like to put together our Catherine Wheel cover band so we could uh, do a version of Kill Rhythm, but uh, name it for the town that uh, David lives in right now. That would be absolutely fucking awesome. I'd be I'd be bang up for that, quite frankly. Um, although I found the strangest thing, and I might say this to you uh, on Spotify, the the lead singer and songwriter from Catherine Will has a solo album of he's performing their songs acoustically. Oh yeah, kind of misses the point of a shoegaze band, I would say. Yes, it does. Yeah, yes. Um, I've, yes. I've I've seen his solo work. It's not bad. It's very well, it's um, fine, but it's just yeah. you know it's hard to do an eight minute swirly epic when you've only yes. got an acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, eat my dust, you insensitive fuck is almost there anyway. Yeah, it's, well, it's basically yeah, it's a, acoustic, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a kind of uh, a difficult gig to to try and 
to try and process. Mm-hmm. I was at a gig last Wednesday at the Barrowlands in Glasgow, and yeah, uh, still, who, still absolutely wonderful. Way to see Modest who was? Mouse. Modest Mouse, um, <gasps> who were absolutely fucking awesome. Yeah, and fucking there is, fucking uh, I'm building this. Oh, they, they were absolutely brilliant, right? And and the crowd were really good. And uh, you know, which is because you know sometimes you think midweek gig. People my age, um, they might not be quite, quite as up for it. Scooters and walkers at the door, you know. Well, you know, like before that, we went out for something to eat. You know, it's just <laughs> times have changed somewhat. Yeah. You know, um, but but that nah, was it was really really cool. Um, and the only thing about it is Alan, uh, one of the podders, um, poor old Alan, as he's called. He's he's not that old, right? He's just older mm-hmm. than all the rest of us, so he is officially old Alan. <laughs> right, yeah. and that's that's he, he will always be until we get an older podder. He's the old gen, and uh, oh, so we're going up. So we're walking up to gig, <laughs> and he said, "No, Todd's younger than him." And he said, oh, uh, wow. "Hi," uh, and he said, "How how do we get there?" And I went, "What?" And he said, "Like how do we get to Barrowlands?" I was like, "You've never been to the Barrowlands." He said, "No, I've been to the Barras, but I've never been to the Barrowlands ballroom." I was like, "You're 60 and you, you, you like music and you do go to gigs, how in the name of fuck can you <laughs> never have been to the Barrowlands? As a, you know, as someone from the west of Scotland, he was like, well, you know, just, oh, my daughter was growing up in the age. Oh, I see fucking kids. I keep fucking telling you, man. Mm-hmm. They, are, they, are, they are parasites. They are drains. They stop yeah. going out and doing stuff. And um, But but we took him up to it. And he had that, that we warned you before you get in here, it's a shithole. Because you'll have heard all about this amazing, famous, and it is amazing. And when, once you get into it and the concert starts, you realise why. But it is a shithole. And he's like, nah, I'm sure it's not that bad. And he walked out and went, oh, I said, I told you. <laughs> I've been coming here since 1992, and it's not changed in the slightest. Even the posters that are up on the wall are still the same. Um, and when I went to it in 1992, my cousin, who'd been going to it from the 70s, said it hasn't changed since I started coming to it. And it's now reached the stage that any time they threaten, see if they want to raise money, the Barrowlands Ballroom, they threaten to do the place up. And people <laughs> give them money to not touch bands give them money to not touch bands say we don't want the dressing rooms improved <laughs> which must be the most sort of counterintuitive thing you've ever heard in your life that they will pay money to keep the kind of formica plastic chairs and the grotty old tables rather than get new ones also we had a, we had a good show friday because we had royal bliss we're, they're the kind of band that you know, yeah, they do like, like a, a, a thousand to two thousand seat theaters. I mean, like they're a they're, yeah, they're, tour, they're a good band, and uh, mm-hmm. but they, they they started doing this um, Tom Petty tribute show back when he passed away, and it became mm-hmm. like a massive success for them. So they they do like these little mini tours where they'll go do like three or four shows a few times a year and do a Petty tribute set, and they played two hours and ten minutes and twenty six songs right in a row, no break, no nothing, and it was. Fucking brilliant! Had a great crowd yep. in the bar. It was excellent. It was you told very, me. very yeah. thoroughly enjoyable. You told yeah. me that you had, uh, you know, music, professional musicians doing it. You didn't tell me it was Royal Bliss. Tell me it was an actual David. I was, I was busy setting up, you know, to get to get a show going. No, it was. I keep telling you, you need to have people to do that shit for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, re- relying on employees, you know that 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 never that'll never get you too far. So that yeah. was your mistake. See, look at Heart and Hand, right? Everybody's basically a volunteer, and they all work really hard because they care about it. If I started paying them, 
right? It's for their mm-hmm. own good. If I started paying them, it would remove the joy that they get from volunteering. <laughs> yes. yes. Right? If I made them full time, oh they do God. get money before anybody starts going, fuck suit, David. I do pay them, but you know. that's that's. It's lovely that you're providing them with internships. It's Basically, yeah, it's a nominal fee they get. And um, <laughs> what... Well, I actually do it like Vince McMahon. Um, we have a structure of what happens. Is no, 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 don't do it like no. Vince McMahon. No, <laughs> no, 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 that thing. But no, the, no, no. The, the old wrestling thing was they would do a show and then at the end of the night, the promoter would get in the money and he would set aside the next amount that was going to the talent and it would be given based on your place in the card. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan would get more than the Brooklyn Brawler. Obviously, right, because it's who, who drew oh, the crowd. the brawler. The brawler. He, he was my favorite ring fodder. Yeah, he was... Uh, j- hey, listen, jobbers, but 80s jobbers are still still legendary, man. Mm-hmm. Those yeah, guys were pros. He would, oh, yeah, he would show up like, like a repo man or IRS, yeah. shit like that. They would, mm-hmm. they would yeah. turn up to get the shit kicked at them on a weekly basis by the yeah. actual stars, take their yeah. money and fuck off home. They're yeah. all the guys that are still alive that aren't in wheelchairs, so who's the fucking mm-hmm. idiot? Well, here's the thing, too. <laughs> He, he could he could actually headline in the smaller rooms because he would come up to Maple Leaf Wrestling, which was the Canadian wrestling show, yeah. and uh, he would be the headliner, would yeah. be the Brooklyn Barler, and he'd be up against Steve Gerwin or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Steve? Oh, you're going to die. <laughs> we had a promotion over here called All-Star Wrestling, which was British, right? And what they did up until they got sued was that they would do tributes. So it was guys dressed as WWF as it was at the time wrestlers, yes. right? But uh, WWF, of course, are huge corporation. They basically said, we're going to sue you. So you would go and it would be matches like Make the Snake versus the Thundertaker. Oh, fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mad- Macho boy Andy Ravage. Um, which, you know, the the thousand dollar man. Yeah, versus versus no, it was the million pound man and it was um um Bulk Logan was the other one. Oh beautiful. Oh and the Spanish wrestler, Jorge Lanimale Stile. Uh, it was just uh, it, it, you take a name and you basically dress up some poor indie worker like mm-hmm. You know, whoever it was, and they would come out. Um, but you know, they charged a five on that was held, and you know, like chow right. chow. So it wasn't, you know, no anybody that was fooled that they were going along to see all the cannons and stuff and all the razzmatazz was was probably going to be disappointed. Right. God. Hey, so I, 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 I found I found a I found us a Republican asshole of the week. I, I, I might I might try to start slinging this segment in because they're just getting worse. But Let's uh, do it. Here's here's a man by Glenn. G.T. Thompson, he goes by G.T. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course he's he a Republican congressman from Pennsylvania, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, with everything going on at the Supreme Court now, people are getting a little, little bit, a little bit worried about, you know, say gay marriage or, you know, mm-hmm. buying condoms or blacks marrying whites, you know, all, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Because you know, nothing yeah. says good modern society like all those things suddenly being under risk. Mm-hmm. Glenn Thompson voted last Tuesday against codifying gay marriage as a federal law right right now it's just a court interpretation where was he on friday oh i know i I know the answer to this i'm not gonna say it go ahead todd (laughs) he was at his gay son's wedding (laughs) (laughs) looking fabulous 
Oh my god! are all fucking. It just reminds me of like the scene in Heather's. I love my dead gay son. (laughs) I mean, it's just so awful. They're all fucking terrible. Uh All terrible. But you know, I'll I'll give you a lighter government story. We we were talking about this before we uh, before we started here. So I got a buddy of mine who works in the DOJ, and uh, um, he has not been. His office has been closed since April of 2020. Right. They have not been in the office. Well, now he's still going and doing parts of his job. Obviously, the you know government doesn't stop working. He has to go see prisoners in jail and, and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. his office has not been open for over two years. They set a comeback date for him of September 12th. For well, well, I love too. They, they, he was telling me they wanted to do it July uh, or, or when was it? it? Was like June 6th or something? But he was like, no, that won't work because uh, I'm going to Mexico that week. So they mm-hmm. bumped it instead of like. 10 days to September 12th. So they moved it three months. Yep. And my friend has nine weeks of vacation left to use for the year. They, they, they told him to go ahead and start using it now. And he just don't fuck off. There's no way in hell I'm using my vacation. <laughs> right, right, right. So he's like immediately September 13th for the 48 work days consecutively after that, he is off on paid vacation after not being at the office for nearly two and a half years now. It right. is a hell of a shift if you can get a job with the federal government. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a, not a bad racket, is it? No. Nah. No. I mean, you get in, you get yeah. set up, you get business cards, mm-hmm. you know, you're there for 20 years or whatever the fuck it is. It's not, uh, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, before we get into questions, allow me yeah. to provide a, a small, I, 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 <clears throat> it's a small palate cleanser. Uh, if I may, because sometimes, you know, I have been known to announce these uh, episodes with like the inadvertent impression that I do over the, you know, whatever. <laughs> and this one I actually kind of, kind of worked on. Okay. So this is a, this is my impression of Sakala watching Matondo from the sidelines. Okay. This is Sakala. All right. Hold, hold on. Let, let, let me get the, I, I have ready a, just I in have case. A bad, bad, bad feeling about this. Right, here we go. Seven okay. seconds away, coming into play right Here now. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Ah, oh, fuck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, let, let, let's, let's do something wholesome. Let's talk about, I don't know. Like, <laughs> let, let, let's try and get a karmic balance back after that one. Okay, let's, let's, let's stick a big investment into the karma bank. <laughs> you know what? You know. No, you know what? You know what's great. You know what's great. Soup kitchens that feed the homeless. I'm a big yes. fan. There yes. you go. Yeah, there very, go. very, especially when people don't wait outside to shoot the homeless people coming out of the soup kitchen. Yes, please don't yes. do that. Exactly. Just, just I, feed them. Don't shoot them after you fed yeah. them, please. That, that's I mean, an American thing. The worst thing we uh, do in Canada, is that, you dick. Don't blame me. All right, <laughs> yeah. Canada's yeah. just I America. Everybody fucking knows that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going back to this. Make the missus breakfast. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> no, but with you know, like. What we do in Britain with homeless people is is the much more humane walk past them and pretend not to see them. Yes. That's you know far far more humane. Yeah. Um, the only actually I feel a bit guilty because I will occasionally. Ch- there was one guy um, outside Central Station come up to me one time, and you know instead of the kind of have a you know 
20p for a cup of tea or a, you mm-hmm. know, a, a, they, they, this guy came up to me one night as I was walking and said, now I'm going to get drunk at this point, okay? I have money in my pocket and I'm off to get hammered. A complete waste of money. Um, something that is likely to get me in trouble at that point because when I was going for a drink, I meant I'll be back in three days. So I'm <laughs> feeling good, right? Walking down the street, this, this old guy came up to me and says, excuse me, son, can you give me a pound? I need it for drugs or alcohol. I said, there you go, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah. there you go. Merry Christmas, right. brother. <laughs> no fucking about, right? Yeah. He was, he didn't like me. My family's waiting for me at the petrol station and nope. we can't get home and blah, blah. No, no. He wanted some money to go and get hammered. And I was holding <laughs> yeah. And I remember I actually talked to this about a friend of mine who uh, quite, you know, uh, I think it's fair to say he's one of these, he's one of these guys who cares about things like taxpayers money right and yeah y- y- you all we all have a friend like that who go well as a taxpayer i mean if i ever say that take me out the back and beat me to death with a yeah. fucking metal rod okay <laughs> i never want to ever give a fuck about taxpayers money okay because no, I, I never saw the money it just disappeared yeah <laughs> you're uh, we're all gonna you know we're all gonna die um don't worry about it see if the council spend money on shite they're going to there's nothing you can do to stop it being being personally offended by a system that is shy all around the world is only going to take time <laughs> off your own life don't right. don't let it bother you right but um I've, I've got a friend he's very you know taxpayers money and the kind of guy who you know he, he would he would write in because he saw an advert where somebody was wearing a bra um before nine o'clock and say kids could have seen that he, he's that type of guy right you know <laughs> lovely bits but that type of human being yeah. and uh he said i can't believe you gave that i told him that story and everybody laughed except him and he said i can't believe you did that said, why and he goes, well, you know, that, that guy's going to go away. He's going to spend that and blah, blah. And it's not going to help him, you know, get back. And I said, it was Friday night at quarter to 11. At that point, the scope I have for getting this guy into a hostel, finding him a job <laughs> and, um, you know, getting him a bath and a shave and, yeah. and sitting him down to a meal, uh, they, they were limited, right? My, my option, mm-hmm. and I was quite drunk myself. So, you know, the, the options I had were limited. Now, what I could do was make this poor bastard who's going to be sleeping in a fucking doorway in Sucky Hall Street, yeah. maybe ease the pain a little bit yeah, he, with a can of super strength ladder. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm going to you know, maybe blot it out. That was, I yeah. think, about as much as I could do. Okay, in look, those look. He's, he's going to get a can of malt liquor, and uh, you know, yep. and right, he's he, that boy is is hoping for oblivion. I provide it. You're absolutely right. I have lost. I have absolutely lost. My my fourth place finish at last year's Good Samaritan Awards, nice. right? I am <laughs> yes. completely. I haven't I haven't done enough for him as I might have done, but you know, yeah. and I love that. So then the discussion goes on, and of course, you know, he's like, "Well, you, you know, we should all do." It. I said, "Okay, wait, so I'll tell you where the guy is." Right? I'll, literally, I know where he because I've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Let's go up there on Friday night. You take him home. You you take yeah, him home. Yeah, and you, you, get him. You, you, yep. get him, you get him. You get him in a bath because you've got a spare room. I know you have. I've stayed in it. You get him in a bath and a shave and whatnot. You take him in. You say you can stay here to your back and your feet. How about that? Well, that's just stupid. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's what you were arguing for. Uh, questions. Graham and Colin both, both had one along the same lines here. But, uh, we'll, we'll go with Colin. Does the panel know? Of any other fan base who would purchase tickets to their rivals and willingly go to the game? Nope. Whale. 
while at the exact oh. same moment on the less than three miles away, their own team are yes, playing. Playing, <laughs> yes. And yeah. not only that, yeah. this the ultimate half and half scarf supporter that you would ever fucking mm-hmm. see. This guy, but yes, yeah. yes. While they're playing in their midden, this guy yeah. paid money to us to come sit in Irox mm-hmm. to cheer for Spurs yeah. with one of their shirts on underneath that. Yeah. The the closest thing that we have here is that Ottawa Senators uh, fans will um, sell their season ticket um, seat for the uh, Leafs when they come to town, Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, God, um, because no, yeah, that, that happens we, all the time down here. Well, yeah. well, no, 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 but here's the thing. They come and they take over the arena, and, yeah. you know, Senators fans don't go in there, and they and basically these fans bankroll their entire season on it because Toronto fans think we have a rivalry with them. Yeah. It's yeah. cute. Yeah. It's so cute. Well, I, you know, it's, it's a bit like when the <laughs> when the Cubs were doing their were good little bit there for a few years. As it comes mm-hmm. famously, you know, for years, we're, we're them and the Cardinals, you know, the two of the most Western teams, and the Cubs had WGN radio and fifty thousand yeah. watts of AM seven twenty broadcasting all the way across the country. So you had Cubs mm-hmm. fans all over, and so mm-hmm. you know when MLB started expanding to like Arizona or Colorado or whatever. You have a lot more Cubs fans than you do their fans. I mean, it's just part of the the, the breakdown of how baseball works. You know, you have people mm-hmm. who've been Cubs fans for four generations, or the Diamondbacks who've existed for twenty four years. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit different. But See, no, 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 this particular guy we're talking about here is a um, well, well, again, I, we we talked about some deranged cocksuckers in their support a little while ago. I, I think he'd fit quite comfortably in with those fucking mm-hmm. lunatics. So, yeah, but I yeah. mean, it's, it's beyond that. It, it reminds me actually of what, what Todd was saying there. See, when we were in Leipzig, obviously mm-hmm. for the the semi-final against Red Bull, we were at the, the and speaking to loads of German guys, and they were coming up and, and they were coming up to say, "Oh, good luck tonight," and you're like, "All right." Um, you're on the way to the game, I note, um, but you want us to win. Now, yeah, we're going to go and cheer for you because we are, you know, we, we hate Red Bull. We are yeah. actual Leipzig fans from back in the day. So, yeah. um, and they, they were telling us that, you know, they're, they're basically their ultras. They go, look, they all support Cologne or Dortmund or Schalke, but mm-hmm. they'll pay, you know, they'll, they'll come here because the tickets are cheap because they're subsidized by Red Bull, obviously. Right. The football's right. pretty good. He said, but when yeah. Cologne or Dortmund or whoever come, they fuck off the other side of the stadium and they yeah. support <laughs> their team. And then the next week, they'll be back in the home end supporting right. Red Bull. So it's quite a bizarre situation, man. Uh, Neil Buchan <laughs> wants to know, which lasted longer, Hibs Premier Sports Cup run or the <laughs> gourmet food offering from Rangers New Caterers? Oh, fuck, right. So the other night... <laughs> The other, the other night, right, settling kids. Yeah. So yeah, the, the other night, I Brox, right, turn up. And the first night, um, the, the West Ham game, we'd gone out um, for something to eat before the game, so I, I wasn't, I wasn't eating anything, so didn't really notice the new Caitlin one way or the other. Um, Saturday, uh, I said, right, we'll go and grab something to eat. Firstly, there was fuck all there, right? You know, I think <laughs> the, the, there, there were about seven pies by this stage. Now, remember, it's half one and the game kicks off at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't really have much. Secondly, it's the same all over. It's like, how fucking hard is this? Just <laughs> cook some fucking food and bring it in. Is, is it that hard? Is it really that impossible to do? You, you know, is I, it? I, 
Dave, Dave I, I actually had to jump into the kitchen Saturday night and cook food for a party because I'd already sent my chef home. So no, it's it's not that right. hard. It's a, well, but, I've just no, got a vision but, of you like David Graham you like David Graham and Apron going back there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us if you know swaggering in like the American and Faulty Towers. Two yeah. steaks and a Waldorf salad. <laughs> exactly. I've got a vision of him in the kitchen talking to his chef, pretending that so he can charge mm-hmm. them all the full amount. She, you know, want us can I have a screwdriver? Sure, I'll get it. My Le- through the yeah. door, screaming at nobody. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I have visions of you doing that. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it that hard? Hibs. This is fucking hilarious. For those Jesus who don't know what happened is, Hibs have got a player called Rocky Bushiri, right? And he isn't mm-hmm. very good. You may, you, you will have seen him play against us last year. He's, he's not very good at football. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hibs, after having him for a year, decided that, look, they could do better. So they said to him, look, you're free to go in the summer. Um, start looking for another club. Um, unfortunately for Hibs, he had a clause in his contract, which they'd given him, Mm-hmm. less than a year before, yeah. that said if he played a certain number of matches, then the contract automatically kicked in for a second year. And Hibbs, <laughs> after telling him he could go, continued to play him, and wouldn't you just know it, they triggered <laughs> the automatic contract extension. Yeah. Gorgeous. So Hibbs are left with this player for another year that they don't want. So they have mm-hmm. accidentally signed someone for a second year. They then play the aforementioned Rocky Bashiri against Morton in the Premier Sports Cup group stage. Alas, he has been suspended for that tie from picking up bookings in the previous matches. <laughs> Hibs don't realise that. Play him, and others oh, kicked no. out of the cup. So Hibs managed... Thanks. So a player that Hibs had accidentally signed, they then <laughs> accidentally played when they shouldn't have and got kicked out the cup. It could only happen there. Can I can I just say, guys? Go for it. Nature is healing itself because now we can get back to saying Hibs did. 100%. It's Hibernian we're Football coming Club, back. Football Club. Let me tell yep. you. Yep. Uh, it's you know, it's just... built back stronger. And they've also started doing a, an advertising campaign for yeah. season tickets and mm. tickets, which is um, called Choose Hibs, which is based upon, you've guessed it, mm-hmm. the 1996 movie adaptation of the Irvin Welsh book, mm-hmm. uh, Trainspot. Now, Trainspotting is a big cultural touchstone in the UK. The poster still sells very well. That's the mm-hmm. poster which, which they have gone off yep. Um, yep. to do this advertising campaign. It's a film about junkies. Yes. Yeah. Now there is a stereotype in Scotland about Hibs <laughs> where we call them junkies, right? Oh. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's maybe not right. Just, Can we just take hidden facts? Just hidden facts here, you know. Yeah. Their <laughs> own marketing team are saying, "Right, you junkie bastards, buy a yeah. fucking ticket." Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that there's some guy in their advertising department that's that's doing the presentation for the board. He goes. A lot, and he's and he's thinking he's Don Draper and just like a lot of people think that we're junkies that we're spoon burners and I say if you don't like the conversation steer into it yes that's exactly what the point. and he pulls the suit back he's like choose Hibs <laughs> and then he's waiting for the music from I like to teach the world to sing and perfect yeah. Uh, it is, it, look, it's a well-known advertising trope uh, or a well-known thing that uh, you own something that people try to use the negative against you mm-hmm. and you de-weaponize it and that's fine. Yeah, look, t- we typically, do, we... you know, that 
not shooting smack, though. I don't think that's yes. one of the things that you want to own. <laughs> there, there are things that you can do. Like we do it with Sevco, right? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we have, yeah. We've done it for years when, right. when Moonhouse But again, that's shout. not mm-hmm. heroin addiction. That's, no. Yes. They, just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you wonder? Like, you won't see Gary Gary Glatter making a comeback saying, go and right. keep me away from primary right. schools. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? Oh, you don't want to let your teenage daughter near me. God, no. Yeah. You, that won't happen, yeah. folks, right? There are some it's, subjects that are too serious. Let's let's cut to the Celtic marketing board. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm, there's a lot of talk about us in the media. Yeah, let's let's into it. Into it. Let's send down that. Yeah, there are certain things that you probably shouldn't mm-hmm. bring up. And yes. uh, yeah, calling all your fans junkies. Uh, <laughs> but, but it, it means they can't take offense when we do it. Yeah, well, exactly. Mr. Smiley Face Six, a good longtime listener. He, he chimes in. He says, The usual mega Ibrox pictures doing the rounds. What do you guys mm-hmm. think would be the peak capacity the club could fill? He's, he, he's thinking around 65 to 70. And he also wants to know mm-hmm. with the curtains going up to cover scaffolding and, and the breeze walk across the city, who's going to be forced to redevelop first? I, 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 mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I forgot who it was, but there was someone on. Uh, uh, Twitter, who you know, like when we started putting up the new banners and signage on the outside of Ibrox, that they were they were you know doing their usual Tim shit. But as he pointed out, it looks like these new curtains have been hung by Stevie Wonder. Um, mm. So yeah, uh, I, 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 to, to answer the the Megabrox question, I went and consulted my of course my my FM fourteen save. Now mm-hmm. I, I they they have moved me into a new ground. Uh, so, so Ibrox is. I was more. nice of them. Yeah, no, quite, quite, quite nice. But I did go look. The maximum expansion capacity of Ibrox was ninety two thousand five hundred. So, mm. I, th- I think we could get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I yeah. look. I, I reckon we could. We could probably sell. Or we could certainly sell sixty, sixty five. Oh yeah, yeah. tickets. Mm-hmm. No problem yep. for a game. Um, it's just it's a tough. It's a tough sell. Um, one, the amount of money it would take to do it. Two, and people forget about this, the amount of interruption. I think we all yes. forget, like, remember when there was after the Taylor report and we didn't, we'd already done this, but right. um, when everyone had to do up their stadium in the 90s, for large parts of the season, football grounds resembled building sites and had capacity yeah. of about 6,000 for yeah, a couple they're, they're, of years. They all look like St. Johnson's ground. For- yes. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. For, for, yeah and, and that that's what will happen again. So are we prepared to spend two, three years? Um, you know, look how long it's taken us to build Edmondson fucking house, which is yeah. a wee building outside the ground. Yeah. So, and, and also well, I mean, right you got now, very, like, like each stand, like adding a tier to, to each of the, yeah. the three stands. I mean, that's a season for each one. <laughs> That you're talking about that stand being completely shut down. Completely mm-hmm. shut. So yeah. I don't know if people are, you know, it's a great idea, but unfortunately it's a, last week, Rangers, in general, Rangers fans, we went a bit mental and it was good because we were signing, you know, loads of players and things yeah. were fun and, and we all enjoyed it. But Ca- uh, guys were getting in touch from with- Holland. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guys were getting, you know, sensible people were getting in touch with me and saying things like, you know, I've heard rumors were signing Memphis to pie. And I'm like, he's on 200 grand a week, mate. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, no, we're, we're not signing Memphis. No, I've heard he's being announced on Monday. 
that's nice, but it isn't actually going to happen. And then, you know, the, or they would send me the pic, you know, the picture that you referred to, the kind of mega proxy going, yeah. I've heard that this is this is in development. I'm like, no, no, what that is is a picture that someone has done on their computer. Yes. Now, unfortunately, there are quite a few stages between I made this on my computer to this is now the stadium. And... <laughs> We, are, we, we haven't actually David, left. David, the football manager, I just got an email telling me it'd be done in September, and then it was. Ah, like it was well, perfect. there we go. So, but then, yeah. you know, that, which is which is great. We'll, we'll hire those guys to come in and do it. But <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the only people I think who could pull off a construction project of that magnitude in that space and time are the doozles from Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you know, by the way, that that uh, I don't know if I ever told you this that that was my nickname. Uh, when I was younger, Doozer? Doozer, because I looked like one of the wee guys from Fraggle oh, Rock. Sweet. One of the do- right, And it, yeah. for those of you who are going, no, you don't look. Put it, type into Google Doozer Fraggle Rock. Have a look, and mm-hmm. honestly, they yeah, are my you, people. You'll find a couple I, in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. I I do. So yeah, my mm-hmm. nickname was was Doozer when nice. I was younger. Uh, let's see. Last one. Grant wants to know with Ryan Reynolds and uh, what was it? Rob McElhinney, isn't that his partner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Running mm-hmm. Wrexham well. What actor would you like to see own Rangers and why? I, I, there's a very clear, easy answer to this. It's Robert Downey Jr. because he has more money mm. than God. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if you look at Rangers branding, then mm-hmm. it would have to be Tom Hanks. Solid, dependable, recognized yeah. around the world, classy, mm-hmm. um, never really changes. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he must have have unreasonable yeah. fans as well. So he uh, he yeah. also did the one the, the funniest line one word in the post. The funniest is like, uh, have you guys seen the post? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, the, we, we do a war show every week. <laughs> okay. All right. Just, I didn't know if you dabbled into you know literary biopic <laughs> fiction or whatever. Why, why would I go see films about journalism? Jesus. Yes. Okay. Fuck All right. Christ, man. So uh, just, just making sure it's like you know it, people there's standups that haven't seen Punchline and there's a fucking reason for it. Comedy <laughs> clubs don't have lockers for the comics. Um, <laughs> another Tom Hanks vehicle. I might, I might add. Um, it's it's when it's I, I can't remember the context of the thing. He goes, okay, I promise that this will happen. And the two and the two um, uh, government agents look at him and go, really? And he just looks at him and goes, no, perfect, <laughs> perfect line delivery. Um, we were talking about Tom Hanks the other day in our in our WhatsApp chat, and <laughs> I love the movie Big, right? Yes, I mm-hmm. think all, all, everyone, all, all, all the all the movies, uh, the man with. One Red Shoe and Joe versus the Volcano mm-hmm. and the Money yeah, Trap. And great, they're, they're all great 80s movies. And Big was a wonderful. Um, unless you work in a toy shop when cunts trying that on the electric piano thingy probably drive you to yeah. distraction. But no. yeah. it, it's a, a wonderful movie. However, someone brought up, and I hadn't really thought about it, but Mm-hmm. Once you do, what, what, I've had to think of the aspect of, the year. of it. Well, uh, that is a touch uncomfortable, yeah, though. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, these yeah, days, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure you would. Th- that wouldn't pass these days, would it? No, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, it, no. it's a bit. Like, it's a bit like the uh, the 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 Back to the Future problem. Um, right. and, and, yeah. we're, and we're not talking about the noise out of the guitar. Right. Yeah, there's yeah. no way he could have got that 70s right, fun right. tone from a 50 strat. It's just complete bollocks. Takes me right out of the movie, that. Mm-hmm. All but right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's George Clooney. 
There you go. Oh, more money than God, handsome as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had a good George Clooney talk on our on our Desert Island podcast. You can go listen. That's to that true. One last week. That's could, true. Could we have a could we have a lady actor? Yes, does it have to be a male actor? I, no, I don't know uh, what the criteria of the question is. I, I don't know who we would um, have. Uh, well, I, I, would, I would think it would be pretty obvious. It would be Dame Judi Dench, surely. Well, okay, yes, yeah, incredibly yeah. British. Yep. Uh, uh, I would okay. also throw in there Laura Linney. Yeah, but you would throw it in everything, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Laura Linney is perfect in everything. I know. I, you were, I knew you were going to go down there. Um, I think Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, would be would be pretty. Catwoman. She, she would take no shit. Yeah, but even even modern day Michelle Pfeiffer's still, you know, ridiculously yeah. ridiculously mm-hmm. hot. Well, I, I, yeah. what, what, what about the, the Diana Rigg? She could. That, that, She's no longer with us. Well, yeah, I know, but still, come on. <laughs> Look, uh, we didn't set guidelines on this shit. Uh, okay, I don't, <laughs> right. I don't, uh, death is no longer the problem <laughs> that it used to be. Well, fine. <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore, for fuck's yeah. sake. Jesus. Do you know the really tragic thing is that if we did get the corpse of Mary Tyler Moore, she would be less useless than some of the people we've had there in the last decade. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. True. That's the real tragedy. I mean, well, yeah, because yeah. some of them would have uh, taken her corpse and tried to sell it. So. Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He would have had the rings off that corpse melted uh-huh. down before the fucking coffin yeah. lid had dropped back shut. Yeah, there would there would be shirts with her image on it being sold in Sports Direct all over yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, that's it. Like I said, scroll, scroll down and hit the buy me a coffee thing. Oh, just for anybody who's still on like the old anchor, the legacy payment thing, your name goes into the hat too. So. Yeah, for for yes. the monthly for the monthly drawing. So don't you guys go into? Don't worry about. It. You don't have to change anything if you're still doing that. It's perfectly fine. So, mm-hmm. uh, Todd. Of course, you can yes. find all Todd stuff at HeyIt'sTVA.com and find him on Twitter at HeyIt'sTVA. And you can find me talking to him last week about a bunch of movies because instead mm-hmm. of sticking to what the hell the plan was, we just decided mm-hmm. to talk about a bunch of movies for an hour. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what you got coming up? Uh, got a couple of spots here in Ottawa uh, tonight and uh, Thursday at Absolute Comedy. So uh, we'll be doing that. And uh, I'm getting into the works for trying to figure out when the next uh, write-em-up will be. So details will follow after that. There you go. Again, heyitstba.com. David, of course, you find on Twitter at David A. Edgar 23 or on Ibrox Rocks, depending <laughs> on what you want to talk about. And we will have another Watergate 50 episode. We're five in. So if you need to kill like six and a half hours of your time, Oh, it's more than that. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know how fucking long it is at this point. So, uh, no, you can go find all those either from the crowbar or on Heart and Hand. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, thanks, David. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, And I would just like to thank all the listeners for voting for us again. Yeah, We finished in the the, the top Top 20 20? at the British Podcast Awards this year again. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the the fourth year in a row. But every year's a bigger achievement because podcasts are like rabbits uh the more and more of them appear uh yeah. all the time and uh yeah so for us to do it which we couldn't do, i mean you can't you, you can't 
make this happen. The, the listeners have to do it. Um, so to, to to get in there, we are the only independent podcast in there. And if you look, you know, these other ones are, are backed by corporations and you know millions of dollars. So, well, well, so, so whereas we've been doing this show for three years, and somehow you mm-hmm. still keep ending up in the top twenties. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, it, well, it, it, the people. People are loyal and and it, yeah. Rangers fans, so you know it's, it's pretty cool. But uh, every year, I think this will be the year we don't we don't get in um, because you know eventually, surely they sure we're at numbers. Uh, partly there was something like one hundred eighty thousand entries Jeez this year. Christ. To be in the yeah. top twenty of that is is you know incredible. So I, I can't yeah. thank people enough for for because well. you, you have to take a bit of time out of the life to actually go and vote, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know it does mean a lot. Yeah. And we, I'm uncomfortable with sincerity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we know. Um, <laughs> We know, uh, right? I I am the kind of guy who, if you know, when I when I have to meet the person you're bereaved, I walk out. I tend to kind of punch them in the shoulder and go, you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and walk away feeling yeah. awkward. So, thank you very much. Yeah. I do really appreciate it. Yeah. Um. The, the, oh, damn it, Todd. I'm just gonna throw this out there, just based on that. The reductress headline of the week: Help! This troll will not let me cross the bridge until I listen to his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was an onion one a couple of years ago that said eighty-three million Americans sweating on guests for their podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this is the one I did want to say: how to tell if he's the one or just a DJ with a big dick and a printer. <laughs> yeah. D- David, I just saved yours for my onion headline. It was the watermelon gazpacho is a great starter for summer parties? Breaks AP reporter who will not be winning Pulitzer this year. <laughs> I saw that one. I went, please shame, bring it up. Please shame, bring it up. Please shame, bring it up. God bless you. God bless you. It's just the the one that made me laugh is because this is Sally, although it's a, like a based as a mum joke, but this is my wife, and I'm sure many of you all have a partner who's like this as well. It said, um, "Mum thinks you would really like restaurants she can't remember the name of." Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's the Sally that. Oh, yeah. oh, you need to listen to a song. Oh, yeah. oh, what is it? She went. Oh, it's that guy you like. Like which guy? Mm-hmm. You know? No, I clearly don't. <laughs> Who? The guy. Oh, I, did you not go and see him, Sally? I've been to eighteen hundred concerts in my life. I may well have gone and seen him, but could you give me a little bit more than that guy I like? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like four days later, she'll come in and go. It was him. And you know, thank you. I've been yeah. on fucking tenter hooks ever since. <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll be uh, more wide again, 50 later this week. We should be back. I, I haven't looked at the match schedule, so I don't know what next week looks like, but I'm sure we'll get back right. for regular Crow Pod. Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday. Okay. But so, we'll be fine. I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not going to Belgium. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Me and Tyler will be back with another Desert Island in there mm-hmm. at some point, too. So yep. that's it. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks again. Bye. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. 